This is a Notice Blog. Always question, always explore. I'm your host, Paul Notice, executive producer of the Notice Blog, a radical nonprofit production company that produces and supports work from marginalized communities. And if you haven't noticed already, I'm re-releasing our award-winning series, Gang Database Stop and Frisk 2.0, with a new episode coming out each and every week on Wednesday. It's all leading up to a brand new episode on qualified immunity and bail reform that I'll be releasing in March. So, sit back, relax, sip some coffee, smoke a J, and join me as we journey back to a 2017 conference at John Jay College, where radical academic David Brotherton and former head of the Latin Kings Antonio Fernandez, aka King Tone, discuss how they were able to mobilize gang members for social and political good and what happens when one country decides to legalize gangs. You don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. Everyone's making films these days. It's the fastest way to grow your business. Or maybe you just need a good producer to build your script into an award-winning film. Or maybe you are looking for a team to shoot and edit the music video for your best and latest single. Whatever the case, TMB Studios has her back. TMB Studios is an award-winning production company that offers competitive rates for video production and editing. So visit them today at tmbstudios.com and get your film made the right way. And we're back. So before we get into how one can legalize gangs, we have to explore the social and political motives behind criminalizing certain groups of people. For that, we need to look no further than America's own anti-immigration laws and the rhetoric used to justify them. Here's David Brotherton to start us off. And if you think about Los Angeles and you think about the gang databases, when did we start to see this anti-gang suppression agency develop in Los Angeles? And I'll tell you when. It came just after the 1960s. It came just after the Brown Berets and the Black Panthers and the Young Lords in Chicago and New York City. And the first gang suppression agency was called Trash, set up in 1970. And it was an abbreviation for Total Resources Against street hoodlums. And part of trash was a whole intelligence component that taught the cops to go into communities and survey and do all the stuff they've done against Martin Luther King and Malcolm and Fred Hampton and all the other radicals of the 60s using COINTELPRO as the template. Trash then became crash in 1979 under Darrell Gates. That was community resources against street hoodlum. They got rid of trash because they thought it was too pejorative and it might not get community support. So they called it community resources against that neo-fascist Darrell Gates, right? That was under him. And we soon went into the LA uprising, and you know, right, the story. Those are, that's the history, the most recent history. 
that gave the rationale, the interagency networks to good work on all these systems of surveillance and pathologization. And it goes hand in hand, of course, with mass incarceration. If you look at the numbers in prison in the 1970s and then you look at it going through the 70s and the 80s, you'll see the gang laws get worse and worse, the injunctions worse and worse, and you'll see now gang prisons like Pelican Bay becoming norms. And then the mass incarceration follows very soon by mass deportation. It's all, you see, seamless. Democrats and Republicans sign off in every single one of these legislations. Clinton signed the 1996 mass deportation bill, not Reagan. Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more, by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before. Obama deported more people than Bush. The attacks on the gangs really is part of the whole attacks on the working class and the poor in general. They just use the gang as the wedge to get in there and make it believable, make it credible, make it legitimate. That's our policy in the United States. Total social exclusion and a deportation of surplus labor. And the other surplus labor we can't deport, we warehouse them in the concentration camps we call penitentiary. All right, now that we have that background, let's turn our attention to the show's main subjects, which is what happens when you legalize gangs? And how do you mobilize gangsters for social and political good? We can get into the Black Panthers and how Hugh P. Newton did the same thing in the 1970s, but for now, we're looking at the Latin Kings. Now let's join Antonio Fernandez, aka King Tone, as he takes us on his mission to mobilize the Latin Kings for social good and how this whole journey started in Ecuador. My name is Antonio Fernandez. I feel like I'm in the White House testifying like a Jimmy Scoff or something. But uh, Ecuador. Imagine Ecuador started from a dream of a white guy who came to a park to see a gang leader to tell them, could I study you? Other niggas used to kill people like you. Shoot you in your damn head, and then they're gonna tell me today that they love you. I know the story. I lived it. I never conspired to kill one of my own people. I never sat down at a table and talked about killing one of you. Other people in this cycle have, and they're still here. Why? I don't know. And I was like seeing them coming with Luis Barrios, another radical professor here. They had the balls to approach me with my security. He would tell you, put your hands in your pocket. Stay three feet from him. I said, the damn feds got balls now. They're coming all the way to me. And I asked him, what do you want? And he told me. He told me what he did. He told me he's a professor. He told me his wishes, where he came from. Father Barrios being a Latino officer, and he knew the young lords and everything. He's shaking my head like, I'm vouching for him. Let him in. Let this outside force into yours so we could tell the world what the almighty Latin king and queen nation is really about. And I did. And I asked him one question. Better write the truth. 
because HBO, New Yorker, Daily News, Post, all of them are full of shit. They're lying on us. We're under attack. We got no money. We got no food. We got no power. We just sound like we're powerful. Okay, I'll tell the truth. And I looked at him like, if you don't, you know, we'll break your hands. <laughs> because that's what I knew. That's how I knew to tell these people, stop hurting me. Stop hurting us. When is one of you gonna come around here and tell the truth? How fucked up the ghetto is and how Giuliani is pressuring us and stopping us and throwing us on the floor and putting gang guns on our heads. So that's how I met him. And let me say something about gangs right now. I can't say this without, today's a special day for me. It's May 11th. It's Luis Felipe, King Blood, the New York State, Inca, founder in 1986 of the almighty Latin King Queen Nation, the most beautiful nation under the sun that saved me when I was a crackhead, when I stole from my mother, when you couldn't trust me. The Boy Scouts didn't come to East New York. The Marines didn't come. Nobody came. Luis came. A man that never knew love loved me as a crackhead. Took me in Rikers Island and raised me. I was in Rikers Island where it was popping. We needed each other. We were scared. We were the minority in there. He taught me how to read. He taught me how to write. And he wasn't there. His literature had taught another dope fiend named Mafia, who then taught me. So I wear the Latin King badge proudly because I didn't join to protect or to fight anyone. My mother and father been married now almost 59 years. I got four sisters that went to college. I never had a crackhead mama. But the capitalistic pig, America, got to me when I was young and told me if I didn't have what rich kids had, I was a nobody. So I went out and got it. That's my story. Luis Felipe was the first gangster sentenced to 145 years in ADX with no phone calls, no mail, no visits. His lawyer has to go through the DA. When did you hear that? I know dudes who blew up the first Twin Towers and they're in population and Pistol Pete and King Blood are locked up like enemies of the state. Nobody here knows nothing about that, right? Who the fuck cares? We ain't there. That's our future, young individuals and gangs. And the way I found salvation in the Latin Kings, them is bias, a mother in Bronx whose son was killed by a police officer who was named Tony, started a march here in the city. Giuliani won't come, pastors don't come. You will see the 30 mothers alone with their signs on TV and they will brush them off. The community didn't care that cops were slaying their kids in New York City at a rapid rate. And Giuliani was putting medals on them. And John Jay was graduating them. And nobody was saying nothing. And one day she came and she told Richie Perez from the Young Lords in Panama Albert, I hear about this little Puerto Rican dude. They got a lot of dudes, he got a church and everything. You think the bad guys will help us? Imagine that. When you look for justice where there's supposed to be none. And when she told me that, folks, my heart leaped like when Jesus met John in the Bible. <laughs> I got a cause now. I told him we could march. I told him we could get jobs. I told him we could think. I told him we could let the outside in. Now we got a reason to change. Because they wasn't giving me jobs, so I couldn't promise that. Because Giuliani said, when I asked for help, we could give you programs and sewing machines, and y'all don't change, y'all gangbangers, like his grandfather was, and died a murder gangster. So he thought we were all like him. And I said, oh yeah? So I told Ms. Byers, we down with you. And it was history from there. No justice, no peace. 
National Congress Network, Zulu Nation, Young Lords, Black Panther Collective. Everybody came together with all their differences to do one thing, say, if there's no justice, there's no peace. Giuliani, you won't eat in peace. You won't throw a Christmas party. You won't chill in New York till you give these mothers justice. And I thought that was the perfect fit for me and the almighty Latin King Queen Nation. They see me on TV, you know, y'all seen it in HBO, and I hated all of it. Because after the ball dropped, Giuliani came after me like he's supposed to. He never came after me when I was robbing, stealing, killing people. He came after me after I found myself in a revolution and a movement. Gave me 13 and a half years for being a lookout to a drug sale. Man, my ass got tight, I was in that said, what the hell? What did I do? I'm a lookout to a drug sale. I know I'm King Tone, but I ain't kill nobody. And then there I found out what the movement was really about and what I did and what I understood. But in all that, I lost myself and he wrote me again. This dude always comes at the wrong times. You know, I'm in the shoe ready to quit and everything. He goes, yo, could you write a letter to Ecuador and Spain, because the nietas and kings are fighting, and if you write, they said they'll listen and stop the war. And I'm mad as hell, because that's going to get me 60 more days in the shoot. And I took my three-inch pencil, and guess what I did? I wrote a two-page letter. And I licked it, and I sent it off. Because my mother said, well, you were King Tone in the street, and I'll beat him in jail, man. Man up. So we reteach why we were formed in the 60s. What is a Black Panther? Who was Malcolm X? How did he work? We teach them their own literature. Instead of the books from school, we bring the blood lessons from over there. We bring the Lion King Manifesto. Read this, you're misrepresenting what you're talking about. And you see the little kid go, you mean he's misleading me? Yeah, wake up, come on, get back in the game. And now they talk to contest and argue against leaders in their circle who are misleading them. Instead of king love or no love, it's king love, community love, our people love, Puerto Rican love, black love. Get it what love look like in a gang. What does it look like? That's my job, to find out. Why do they join? Because they found what love look like. Cheap, fast, and on point. That's what it should look in society when you see one of our kids fall. It should be fast, cheap, and direct. It should give them a cause, it should give them a hand, and it should bring them in. And that's what we did with the, the Ecuador and taught the government to do with love. is How would you treat your kid when he got arrested? Then when you're in that department that does, hey, uh, you want to be in my program? Yes. Could, are you in a gang? No, but you gotta be in a gang to get in the count of, of ceasefires. Don't put a check in that box. That's what you're supposed to tell them. And fuck the count, and fuck the grant, and fuck the stipend. Because once you mark that, I'm gonna give it to the Justice Department. You think I'm a program, I'm collecting info. Inadvertently, because I'm doing the work, but I need you to sign that box so I could get the grant. Just like GEDs, just like Dress to Impress, just like all the shit you sell, a returning citizen. And then after you teach them to dress, they take you to the basement and there's a bag with clothes that don't fit you. 
and they send you to the interview. Come on, give us a chance. Give us a chance being who we are, where we grew up, where we know. Let us buy our hood back. Let us earn it back. Let us be credible messengers. Let me teach a Latin king how to not slip. Let me be around to teach him. I got wise. I learned by my mistakes. I could help Latin kings. But you tell me to help him, I can't be a king no more. Because then I'm in the gang. Doesn't have to be that way. So let's go somewhere else. Ecuador. Ecuador in 2007 gets a, a kind of radical nationalist president called President Correa. He's no Marxist, he's a Catholic, no, he's a Jesuit, but he does believe in social justice. And his old man was imprisoned by the United States for his role in some uh, little bit of drug dealing there. And he killed himself. 2007, he passed legislation to legalize the so-called street gangs of Ecuador. Legalized the Latin kings and queens. He legalized the nietas. He legalized the masters of the street. He legalized the crazy souls. Thousands of youth were members and now had access to government resources, could get government grants, wear their colors openly. Then they passed laws around 2009, 2010 against the media. and said if the media sensationalizes you, demonizes you, you can sue the media, even as a member of an organization from the street. So what's the outcome? What's the takeaway? Ecuador has the fastest drop in homicide in the world over those 10 years, from 2007 to 2017. Homicide rate fell from something like 20 per 100,000, 21 per 100,000, to currently it's around 4.8, with the exact opposite policy of this so-called democracy. So Ecuador became Ecuador seeing me on TV. They became Latin kings in Ecuador. And they didn't really know the rules, so they were looking. And he brought them before somebody misleads them to be an American gangster. You know how they do on gangland? They sell that shit? He said, hold, hold, hold up. Don't get Americanized. This is about the social power, man. This is about this. And we taught them a whole different aspect of what a power group is. And that's what we do in Grow Up, Grow Out. We empower the community, being who they are. They tell us who their problem, they tell us the problem and we try to resolve it. We want money and grants that you don't tell us how to help. If you trust me, give me the money and trust I'm gonna do the work. Not the way you tell me, but the way it needs to be done. And we'll move on. And we'll make big changes like we did in Ecuador. And I'll leave with this, Carrera's out now. The Latin kings now in Ecuador are ready to go hide in the caves again. Because this president, guess who he, invi he invited just now, the first people? The American federal government to tell him how to run 
the power groups. Now, John Jay, let's get a study there now immediately for him so we could show the 10-year work against the work you're going to bring there now. And we could document how the murders are going to go up, how the kings are going to hide, how they're going to be persecuted by the Justice Department because of the intel you're going to bring from here to destroy what we built. We don't want to work in the box. We want a new box. And I ain't happy till we make a new one. All right, that's it for now. Please subscribe and rate this podcast. I need every ounce of help I can get. And if you want to support what I'm doing here, please consider giving to my nonprofit, The Notice Foundation, at donorbox.org forward slash The Notice Blog, or follow the link in the description below. You can catch up on the rest of the Notice Blog podcast series on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Don't listen to Joe Rogan, please. And this podcast was edited and produced by yours truly, Paul Notice. I also made the music too. I do everything. And a very special thanks to Alex Vitale and Joe Smart Trujillo for co-producing the original documentary series with me. Uh, I just want to just show some awesome love to these guys. They really have been uh, just a wonderful, wonderful uh, team. And we produce a lot of just great work. Um, And a big shout out to the Policing and Social Justice Project for funding the original documentary and the Research Foundation of CUNY for their financial support. Join me next week, Wednesday, for another episode in the Game Database series. This one explores the real-world use of ATIs, alternatives to incarceration. We'll be joining some local activists in a little neighborhood called Brownsville, a place whose motto is, never ran, never will. See you next time on The Nose Always question and always explain. Peace.